Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Guess who's sitting next to us on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. He's Bradley Trainer. And who just came in to sit next to us? My name is Jason. Hi, Jason Matheson. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, friends. May I begin with a compliment? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, I saw a picture of the beautiful Holly Roberts. Hi, Holly. And the beautiful Hi. Colleen Lindstrom wearing bumblebee stripes or prison stripes, whichever you choose. <laughs> probably prison. Um, probably prison. It felt very prison. Prisoner. Or jail. Probably prison, right, yeah. Bradley? Yeah. Probably prison. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say that you looked, I mean, Holly, I mean, yeah, you looked sensational. Like, you oh, looked, thank that you. picture is so unbelievably beautiful and flattering. You know who took wow. it? Do you need Thank something you. from her right now? Do you know? Who- well, no, but she looked like. I mean, do you know who took that picture? Who? Alexis, and she knows angles, oh. right? Yes. So oh, Holly and I were in good true. hands, and we oh, were twinning. The, uh, oh yeah, yes, and we were twinning big time. You can check that out, by the way, at the My Talk one hundred seven point one. Instagram page. If you are not following it, you should because you get a lot of the behind yeah. the scenes uh, visual nudity. info and nudity. Apparently, yeah. I have not seen those. Donnie posts. Love. Oh. Okay. Okay. You know, we were trying to sell it. Sorry. Uh, but Jason, hi, you're here, and hi. we have to we have to use this opportunity to be updated on Donna Millsgate. Um, oh, we've got time. Don't even look at the clock. Go. Oh no, I'm oh, looking at the clock time. because um, in about an hour I will be on a conference call with said Donna Mills. Oh, Get right out. The legit. real one, not Donnie Mills. Um, the and fake one. Are you the publicist. The experience. I am not allowed to do that. Oh. Um, but we will hopefully have an answer Monday like or Tuesday. Washington Post style. You're going to get a. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Woodruff's going to come in with yeah. me. Just to bring everybody up to speed, this is how this all began. Lori and Julia were uh, sent to the SAG Awards. Uh, they did not have credentials, which we don't even quite <laughs> know how that all happened. That? Am I allowed to talk about that? Yeah, yeah I think so. You know, I don't know if there's like a thing. Did they in? Did they just forget, or were they declined? The they were declined uh, the press credentials on the red carpet. They were moved to the you know where the winners go for the press conferences after they leave the stage. Yeah. They were moved to only a pass for that. Got it. Is that because of previous behavior on the red carpet? They claim no. Nobody and knows the truth to I'm, that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they said I'm it's saying. because there's construction and the there the physical space of the red carpet has been decreased and they got mm-hmm. the boot. That's sure. unfortunate. Okay, okay, so you know, you litigate that in your own mind. Uh, but Lori and Julia, they went anyway to the SAG Awards. They didn't do the regular red carpet stuff. They were uh, not able to get any audio from the experience because mm. they were 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. They were able to get some audio they from the They were able to experience. get all sorts of audio. It just wasn't they of just anything didn't. useful because they didn't know how to use the thing. They also didn't. didn't recognize that phones are capable <laughs> of recording. Yeah. I mean, okay. there's that. Okay. Be your best self. Right. Anyway, they uh, had an evening out at the Polo Lounge where they believed that they encountered Ms. Donna Mills herself. And they had a lengthy conversation and shared a photograph with Jason, which now has been shared everywhere because you know why? <laughs> it don't look like no Donna Mills. Well, do you, Jason, do you feel like as an expert in the matter and in this particular field of mm-hmm. Donna Mills? Yeah, not landing-ish. Yeah. Um, do you feel like maybe they were like, hey... We didn't get any audio. Let's let's pretend we ran into Donna Mills. Oh no, I I firmly believe they thought they, they were talking. They I have not seen Julia this steadfast in anything. They that's what is so funny about this. They firmly believe that they met Knott's Landing star Donna Mills. And it wasn't until they said, Julia sent that picture to me Friday into Saturday night, Friday into Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I glanced at it, but I was like, oh, whatever. But then on Monday, in a commercial break, I zoomed in on it. I did the whole pinch where I came, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I got back on air, and I told Alexis and Dawn, holy Mary, mother of Mariah Carey, this is not Donna Mills. Mm-mm. Like, this is app. The first picture is even worse than the one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And then and then we we're off to the races. I mean, it is. And this you know what? This is successfully the best thing they brought back from the SAGs is a woman who probably isn't Donna Mills. Because let's <laughs> and Colleen and I have said this to each other off air. Let's just take a moment. OK, let's take a, a quiet, fra- a, a fragrant moment, moment, everyone, and realize that if it's not Donna Mills and I remain Steadfast in yeah. my opinion yeah. that it is not. Let's take a moment to realize Holly Roberts, Bradley Trainer, Colleen, what this means. And what this means is <laughs> one of two things happened. One of two things happened. Mm-hmm. Laverne and Shirley sat at a booth in the polo lounge with a complete stranger for 20 minutes and carried on a conversation with her like she was Donna Mills. Mm-hmm. Or scenario number two is that this woman is a legit Donna Mills impersonator and told them she was Donna thing? Mills and they oh, bought it. Yeah. And she in her mind is like, I'm going to tell like she was just these adorable like, people with this weird accent all about my life. But, but it's not me. Talk that all the way through. Um, does Donna Mills impersonator just go hang out at the polo lounge hoping for two Midwestern I, radio hosts? To I'm pop not in saying and, that she like, was like she was, she was like it, she was having like like an, she was an Elvis impersonator. I'm saying that she recognized that they thought she was mm. Donna Mills and she played played with it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and they both keep, are hilarious. Yeah, and they keep going. Like yesterday, our lovely girls pointed to Lori's because Lori's sisters were there. Mm-hmm. Lori's sisters were also f- uh, fans of Knott's Landing, and Lori's sisters thought they had the smoking gun yesterday. Lori and Julie got on the air, and they're like, "This proves it. It's the eyes. It's all about Donna Mills' eyes." Which I'm not arguing. Yeah. Donna Mills has. Really distinct. She's known for her beautiful eyes, her mm-hmm. eye shadows. Specifically, of her makeup uh, tutorial from the 1980s. Exactly. Yeah. So they posted this side by side by side. And I'm sorry, girls, you did nothing for your case. It, it actually it, it made it worse. 
because the woman, again, I'm calling her Donnie Mills. Yeah. Donnie Mills has Dottie Mills. I went back. I oh, went from okay. Dottie to Donnie. Okay. I the Donnie Mills has very round eyes, and Donna Mills has very specific at the bottom. Her eyes are almost like squarish. Yeah. I've not looked at pictures as finely as I have been in the last. Like I my face is like two inches from the screen as we are analyzing these photographs. The good news is, Jason, you're going to have the definitive conversation this Uh afternoon. When can listeners look forward to hearing the results of your conversation? Thank you for asking, Bradley. And I'm really not trying to drag this out. But here's the deal. You know, dealing with publicists. Right. It's a matter of. uh when I get the answer, so Monday or Tuesday, I told the publicist, because they were having a, let me just, this is the honest to goodness truth. They think this is the funniest thing. And these two, there's two, have been working with Donna for like 20 years. They are, they think this is the cutest, most hilarious thing. Donna has seen the tweets. Mm-hmm. But she, they're even playing along with me, and they're not. They haven't told me yet. They they email me back and go, "Hey, in one of our email exchanges, I go, well, you, just, I go, you should just, can you just answer the question at hand? Yeah. Is this Donna in we this just picture?" Need to know. And she sent a smiley face back, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, now you're." So <laughs> that's what today's call is all about. Oh, awesome. this is going to be good. So oh, we'll have, so we'll have Monday some, or Tuesday. It'll be, all be wrapped up. Yeah, Monday or Tuesday, right. it'll be wrapped up, and all will be done. And I'll either eat, I'll gladly eat humble pie. Or I will proudly serve Louie and Dewey a big heaping helping of humble pie. It's going to be so great, you guys. Thank you for stopping in and giving us the update. Hashtag Donna Millsgate, because Donna is looking at all the tweets, by the way. Hashtag Donna Millsgate. Keep it up. Hashtag Donna Millsgate. Thank you. I'm off to go make fun of B. Arthur. Okay, fun. Bye. Uh, That was Jason Matheson. You can catch him on our morning show every weekday morning on My Talk 1071. And uh, we will be right back here on the Colleen and Bradley show with a little cheat day Friday action. It's time to get your heart racing. Run the 34th annual Valentine's Day TC5K presented by MyTalk 1071. Saturday, February 10th at 10 a.m. at Lake Nokomis. Run as a couple or wear your relationship status on your back tag. Maybe you'll find love on the run. All ages and abilities welcome, including walkers, first-timers, even competitive athletes. There'll be hot cocoa, conversation hearts, a photo stop, and more. And you'll get a Storm Creek long-sleeve technical shirt and a medal for finishing. Sign up today at tcmevents.org. The radio home of constantly adding to your Netflix queue. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Oh, we've got a rebuttal in the studio on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and now... Lori from the Lori and Julia show so, has come in to set the record straight. In the last segment, let me just tell people. So in the last segment, Jason came in and we learned a little bit about Donna Millsgate, which hopefully will be resolved by next week. But in the process, I said, I don't even know what happened for them to not get credentials. You had so many facts wrong. We didn't right, well, have, we now, had zero facts. Now is, so, is your oh, chance. I was in the parking lot. Oh, no, be on that mic. I just okay. want to be able to see you. There we the go. I was in the parking lot furiously texting Jason, <laughs> correcting him on all the all misinformation. Right, so, uh, correct the record. Okay, so we got a heads up that our credentials um, in November, because of the Me Too thing, that they were getting international press coverage like crazy and i think they were slightly nervous everything's been moved back for the olympics oh, sure. about the 
award show going up against the playoffs. Yeah, that was dumb, but yes. But they could they had no choice because of the Grammys being this weekend. So everybody just got pushed back. And so they thought, let's get international coverage. Let's shorten the red carpet, give more television red carpet. And so they said, ladies, you might not be on the red carpet. And we were like, this is our 13th year. People of all years want to say hi to Minnesota. Well, little did we know what was going to happen. Yeah. Maybe it was good. But they said, well, you know, you'll be in the media room, which is where the winners come and where we get a lot of good audio oh, sure. of what they're saying and stuff. Most and just years. No, it's Most years good you get pitch. good audio. Well, no, I mean, we get, that's another story. I'll correct that. I'll correct that. But we've always had that press room and that is always, and we're happy. We get to sit down on, Mm -hmm. there's like, you know, 150 people there. People is there, CBS Radio, USA Today, Pop Sugar, Hollywood Life, E. So this was not you guys just forgetting to turn in your form. No, 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 no. This was, this was a. We, yeah, we had a little heads up that we might not be because they were trying something new and we were. Deeply disappointed, but we couldn't even say it out loud. Oh. So anyway, then, you know, so we find, you know, we get everything going. And Julia says to me, you know, she's always operated the audio. And this is our 13th year. And every year we get into one good spat behind our bush on the red carpet. Because I can never figure out how <laughs> to I really want you guys to have a podcast called Behind the Bush. Yeah, Behind the Bush. With Lori and so, Julia. So she says, then she says, give me that thing. And then she always gets our, just it's our red comment. Who is that? I don't know. Somebody from a TV show. And then when somebody does like come up. Like her yelling the wrong name. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wrong name. Janet you know, January. Yes, we've heard it. It's just shenanigans. It's yes. just mostly us. Very mm-hmm. few people actually talking to us. Because if someone like on a BTV show and we see out of the corner of our eye an A movie star. We practically yeah, shove, shove them, them out of the out way. Of the yeah, way. Sure. So anyway, so we're at, we pick up our media credentials on Friday. And Julia says to me very sternly, you are going to have to work, uh, you know, work the audio. I said, oh, I'm so bad at that, Julia. Don't make me do that. And she said, I have to watch the game. You need to do something. And I said, okay, I can do this. I know I can do this. Really, I don't know why I'm such a techno slob, but I am. So she says, no, I would really rather be at home watching the Viking game than going to the Sega Awards. I said, we got to stop and get throw salt or something over our shoulder. Hush your mouth, girl. <laughs> yeah. So then, this is not the time. Not the time. So then anyway, we end up having like a late lunch at the Abbey, meet a couple of funny fellows, and then we Uber on over to the Polo Lounge. Okay, here we are. Here Now we're at the park, Friday, you guys. Friday night this at the, is the moment. Lounge. And my sisters both had to pee like a racehorse. So I said, oh, the bathrooms are beautiful. You <laughs> girls go in. They really details. are lovely. I love the details. I know. This is, I, yes. Closed doors, gold handles. Oh, but let's uh, get towels. to Donna okay. Mills. So all of a sudden, <laughs> um, I turn around and I see Donna Mills walking in with this handsome gentleman. Okay. You know, like age appropriate. Did you recognize right away? Right away. Oh, right okay. away. All right. And I was like, oh my God, Donna Mills. I said, ah, I'm Lori from <laughs> this is my friend Julia from Minnesota. We are, we love you. We love you so much. What and was her reaction? Yeah, what did she, she say? She said, thank you. Thank you so much. I said, did you get Harvey Weinstein? What happened to you? Oh my Why God, you busted out I Harvey started, Weinstein. I don't know started that I there? said that. Huh? You started with Harvey Weinstein. Because I wanted to know why we didn't see mm. her on TV anymore. And she, oh. I forgot I did watch this scripted reality show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. What kind of thing she was in last year? It was sort of all the older villainesses of Mm -hmm. uh, soap opera shows from the 80s. It just lasted one season. I swear I was the only one who watched it. But if you look on her IMDb, you'll see the name of it. And so I told her that, and I said, oh, "I said, do you, we just we're like, I'm ready to do a cartwheel across the, uh, you know, yeah. the carpet." And she yeah. said, "That's so nice, you know, thank you so much." And I said, "Well, I know you guys are probably because the time to go to the polo lounge, FYI, is five to eight. It's when old Hollywood goes out to have cocktails." Yeah, because they probably have like a happy hour special. No, not really. No. Not really. No, they but don't they, have those. they know that they're probably not going to see, you know, weird people from Minnesota there during those hours. No, we've been going to the Polo <laughs> Lounge on Friday or Saturday night at that time. But yeah. Friday, we kind of like we've had. So more you encounters. asked her if, if she'd gotten Harvey Weinstein, um, and she she said, "Well, we all have our stories or something like that." Uh-huh. Okay, I can I ask do. a question? How much how, how much is she talking versus what's well, the I, ratio of Lori to Donna? Okay, there's more. You know, eighty percent. Do you feel Lori like there's Babel. Any chance that this woman took you for a ride? No, okay, I don't. So you are firmly committed, one hundred percent, that this was Donna Mills. Yeah. So Julia, we let her get to her table, and I just said, you know, goodbye, and I gave her a little wave, and I, I said something about the Knotts Landing crew, and I can't remember if it was William Devane or said she just got together with all the ladies, but they stay in touch. And so my sisters, we get it. We're lucky. We can't believe it. We get four spots because the polo lounge bar is just tiny at the actual bar. And we get four bar stools and there's kind of a cute older guy. And we're going to find out what his story is in a minute. But my sisters walk in. I said, look in the booth right behind me. And my sister, who's one of them, huge fan, always carries some fancy handbag. She dropped her bag and like let out a little scream and just buzzed right over to the booth. Donna, Donna, I love you. I'm your biggest. Okay, so I have to ask this question, okay? Because this, uh, nobody's asked this question. Oh. Did she say anything that affirmed for you that she was, in fact, Donna Mills? And if so, what? Like her social security number? What did she say that that made you say, yes, this is Donna Mills? She kept thanking us every time we complimented her about how fantastic she was on Knott's Landing. And when I said, whatever I said, who did you last see or something? And I think she said they got together in, like, January. The cat, you know. so if this is not Donna Mills, it this was, person it no, is Donna Mills. I, I know, I know. We have to. We and have we'll to, find out. We're going to find out. Yes. the listener at the beginning of next week. But Donna Mills hasn't had this much love in forever, true. and I'm that's happy true. to be a part. I feel of like it. if this is Donna Mills, she owes you. Yes, well, she, she owes you. me anything. Yeah. It was we were giddy upon meeting her because yeah. she was just iconic. 
Uh, and she was so good. You know, it'd be like, I'd kind of probably feel the same way if I met Heather Locklear or Susan oh, Lucci, sure. to be honest. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't the, wait the to see how continues. this all resolves. So Lori. anyway, but I did forget. I did not do the audio right. And every time I looked at Julia, she gave me the knife across the neck. Like, and we're going to do it you right now. I'm very yeah. sorry. We'll yeah. be back after Thanks, this Lori. with a very special guest who doesn't work at My Talk 1071. Stay tuned. We'll be talking about Garrison Keeler after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And uh, we've been following many, many stories about sexual misconduct in Hollywood and beyond. And uh, we've got one right here in our own backyard that we've been paying attention to. Absolutely. And I'm reading a story uh, earlier today about Garrison Keillor responding to some additional sexual uh, inappropriateness. Uh, stories that uh, made headlines this week. And within the story, I read that Keeler, that is Garrison, declined requests for interviews. But on Wednesday, in an email to Care 11 reporter and host Jana Shortle, Keeler said, among other things, the allegations are untrue. Well, I thought, hey, we know Jana. Let's call her up and find out what this is all about. Jana, thank you for joining us. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, so how did you end up in an email exchange with Garrison Keeler? Well, this is a crazy, crazy story, okay? I mean, this is like hardcore journalism. We're talking Woodward and Bernstein. Stuff. Okay, all right, we're in. Ready? Yes. I emailed him some questions and he responded. What? No way! <laughs> no way! <laughs> now, I... See, you know, you have to understand, Jana. Kids, we're... Don't go to journalism school. That's, this is what you need to know. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we know nothing about journalism, so we would never have thought to do something like that. <laughs> right? Right. It's one of those moments in the newsroom where we're like, how can we get a hold of him? Like, did anybody email him? <laughs> and so you just did. Well, let, let me ask you this question, Jana, uh, because, yeah. you know, this your the, the email that he replied to you with um, has been published in its entirety uh, in many different publications. What? Why is it that you think that he is preferring at this time to respond only by email rather than sit down and have a face-to-face conversation on camera? Oh, I mean... One could only guess, but, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the easiest guess is he can control the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one side you choose when you respond, and you can respond absolutely unequivocally with the words that you choose to use. Mm-hmm. He's also a writer, and mm-hmm. he's a very talented writer, and so he can, maybe that's just his most comfortable space. I mean, in my time here in Minnesota, Garrison Keillor doesn't do very many interviews, if at all, anyway, so... Mm-hmm kind of sticks with his M.O. as he's had Well, and I will say that in the interview, the thing that really struck me is that he, I mean, and and, and to be fair to Garrison, I mean, he has maintained throughout all of these allegations that uh, he is not guilty of them, and in particular the email that, uh, the email exchange with you, he says the allegations are untrue, but then he goes on to say, whatever flirtation occurred between the complainant and me was mutual, believe me, adding that she enjoyed flirtation as many people do. And I think that that response was shocking to a number of people, including ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it was, I think that's a fair term to use. I was surprised that that was his response. And, and I pulled it up just so I had it right in front of me. So I, I made sure I had, you know, all my ducks in a row here. Uh, my very specific question to him was, 
um, about the allegations made by American Public Media Group, uh, the announcement John McTaggart made to NPR listeners and members that said uh, NPR and APMG was told by a woman's attorney in a 12-page letter that there were dozens of allegations of, of inappropriate conduct. And so I just asked Garrison very specifically, what do you have to say uh, to John McTaggart saying that there were dozens of incidents as they pertain to one person who complained and I believe it was October of last year, and that was his response. First sentence, the allegations were untrue. Second sentence, whatever flirtation occurred between the complainant and me was mutual, comma, believe me. And the, and she enjoyed flirtation, as many people do, is a part of another sentence. I'm not reading that whole sentence because it might identify the woman, and sure. I don't think that's fair. She sure. has publicly identified herself. Um, but I just found that, you know, strange. I mean, why, why would you? that you know it, it, it's really it's really disappointing i guess is the word i would use in this day and age that it's still it feels like it's somewhat laughable or it's a joke and you know and i think jana we're talking with jana shortle from uh, care 11 news she's a friend of the show and uh has found herself sort of in the middle of of this conversation because she sent him an email garrison keeler and he emailed her back and um and i think that you know I think you're right. I think that part of what is unsettling among many things, as we're talking about Garrison Keeler, this is a person who we specifically in Minnesota, but certainly nationally, um, uh, you know, have a relationship with in the sense that he's kind of been part of our lives, part of the fabric of our storytelling in Minnesota for a very, very long, long time. And to hear these allegations come out were were surprising at first. And then the, the next step being that that sentiment that the flirtation the flirtatiousness was mutual and sh- th- this person enjoyed it as most people do i think brad's word of unsettling was like the perfect cuz i it, it it got me in a place but i can't quite put my finger on what about well, it blaming. is so upsetting it sounds yeah. blamey right yeah it's blaming and shaming or it's like we, you're not in on this big joke that we have and and it's it's almost speaking down like oh this was flirtation, as many people do. You just can't possibly understand. Um, mm. And I just think it's really insulting. And maybe it's, you know what, guys? What if it, even if it was, he, he and his company parted ways, um, a company that, let's not kid ourselves, he helped build. Mm-hmm. You know, Public Radio's foundation is in a lot of Garrison Keillor's work. So I just have a hard time believing that company parts ways with someone like that if it wasn't something that was a bigger deal than flirtation as adults like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it just it just seemed insulting, like to the whole thing. Even if that is true, rise above it and just say, you know, um, if I ever offended this person, I apologize and I look forward to the day that I can tell my story in its entirety or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Can I ask Jenna? Were there any questions you yeah. asked that he did not answer? Or would not? Um, hold on. Let me pull it up again. Yes. I mean, I asked um, uh, I asked about one of the... So on that... Oh, I'm going to get my days wrong now. Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day John McTaggart released his letter, was the same day that Minnesota Public Radio News uh, published its investigative report in which they interviewed um, more than 60 people that Garrison had worked with at some point. And... I asked him specific questions about some of the things in that, 
and he that's when he sort of brushed off that he said he would hardly call it an investigation mm. um sort of insulted the, those those journalists that worked on it and just kind of left it at that and, and then when i asked him about one person specifically he said he did not recall that person's name mm. huh. and, then, um, and then i obviously extended an invitation to talk to, to me and he didn't answer that question uh, Jana Shortall, I just wanted to ask one more quick question, and then we have to sure. we have to run. But um, I'm curious if if you can can help us understand a little bit what the public's response has been um, to the the answers that you got from Garrison Keeler. So, what have you heard from your viewing audience and beyond? You know what's interesting about this, Colleen, is in the beginning when NPR and Garrison parted ways, and that was uh, late November, early December, people just kind of lost it. They right. just were so angry and upset, and they wanted these, quote, in their terms, witch hunts to stop, and I'm sure you have, you all have seen said terms. Um, and I think a part of that had to do, well, we don't have time to unpack all of that, right. but some of it had to do with the fact that NPR's parent company really wasn't telling anyone what had happened as much as they could. And so that time there was a lot more vitriol. This time I'm getting some of it, and what I am getting is disappointing, but I'm getting more people, because they were given so much more information, who are saying, ugh. And specific to the email is the most response I'm getting, and people just are not, with the exception I can think of one guy on Facebook that just cannot seem to stop with me. Um, <laughs> There's always you, one, right? I feel like you have a lot of those. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I know, but sometimes they really, this one, oof. Um, I, I sometimes people still they still shock me, you guys. Right? Like, Whoa, miss miss that bus, didn't you? <laughs> but the, the, the largely the response has just been, I think this kind of like the what Brad said and and what I said in terms of disappointment, mm-hmm. um, shock. Um, it's just unsettling. Yeah, all of those things, and I don't think that that email landed very well. If he meant it as a joke, it certainly didn't work. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's frustrating because none of this feels like a joke. Yeah, well, certainly to it's the people. It's not funny. Yeah. yeah. Certainly to the people yeah. that are, you know, telling their stories and, you know, fearful for their uh, livelihoods. But I did want to just say thank you, Jana, because it is work that you're doing uh, with interviews like this, which helped shed light, which I think probably helped change some people's minds who were willing to give him a pass or call it a witch hunt because in the absence of knowledge, it's very easy to just go with your gut. Um, on you know, without any actual evidence, and here you are filling in some of the details that people can then uh, perhaps be a little bit more open to what it looks like probably has happened. Right, and I think that's how we need to handle a lot of these things: is look at look at something in its totality and not just one incident. I am not out to get Garrison Keeler. I listened to him as a kid too. I loved him too. I gave him every opportunity to talk to me and that's what I got back. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Jana Shortle, we have to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Now you go break some news, okay? Well, we'll try. There's this big football game coming to town. so I've heard a couple things about that. What is that? Goodness gracious. Thanks, almighty. (laughs) Thank you, Jana. Take care. Have a good weekend. You You too. too. That was our friend Jana Shardell from CARE 11 uh, talking to us about the um, email exchange she had with Garrison Keillor. And you can read more about that online, certainly uh, on CARE 11's website, on NPR's website, on just Google it. It's everywhere. Uh, And thank you again to her for joining us. Now, when we come back, we've got a cold treat that used to be hot in front of us that we're going to cheat on. It's going to be yummy. 
It is going to, I hope so. Uh, stay tuned for some Cheat Day Friday after this. Hey, Donna, I'm loving our new show. We make quite a team, don't we? Yeah, you bet, buddy. Do you want to watch the Grammys together? Anyone else going to be there? Uh, Lori, Julia, Donnie, and all the My Talkers out there who want to join us for a watch along. All right, I am in. It's another My Talk 1071 watch along, this time for the Grammy Awards, Sunday the 28th, starting at 6 30 p.m., and presented by Shahrazad Jewelers. We'll dish on the performances, the snubs, the outfits, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. Just log on to our Facebook Live feed on the My Talk Facebook page. Steve and I will watch along from 6 30 to 8, then Lori, Julia, and Donnie will take over at 8 o'clock. The Grammys watch along Sunday the 28th at 6.30, presented by Scheherazade and Galleria. Use my talk keyword, watch. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh my gosh, this show has been so bizarrely out of order, but thank you for sticking with us. Now we've decided it's time to cheat on our diets on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and some naughty food. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. We're gonna. Okay, so I've been hearing people, people are talking about people this. People are talking about this. The nacho fries from Taco Bell. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. Um, uh, we Let's did, give them something to talk about. We sent uh, our friend oh Hannah God, are cold. to make a run for the border like over an hour ago. And then all of this Donna Mills stuff happened. And like, it's just been a little bit crazy. So now we are going to eat cold nacho they fries cheese sauce. They from look, Taco Bell. They, they look, look like look French fries dusted with seasoning. Oh, you're eating. What do you think? And you get like a side of cheese, as Bradley said, and um, they're a little. Oh, they're very salty. They're Whoa. a little chilly. So holy buckets! Really? That is when you say something is salty, Bradley. That makes me nervous. Okay, both Bradley and Holly are chomping on them right now. Remember, you guys, we are eating them not I mean, at the temperature they're served. And at. I made a run. I'd stuff these down my gullet. Mm. There's a bitterness happening. Mm. Oh. The salt. Yeah, right. They are it's so really salty. And then like a little kick. Hals, what do you think? As she literally is shoving one in her mouth, I ask her a question. Salty. Oh, are you okay? The cheese, <clears throat> the cheese is my favorite part. <laughs> because you know why? That is nacho it's cheese. It's just cheese. a vehicle for the cheese. Yeah, really. That let's be honest salty, what's though. happening. I don't like that. I second that opinion. Which one? That 
These the are vehicle. just a vehicle for the nacho cheese product. Can I just, I'm going to throw this out there. Oh, no. Nope. Because I can do this, okay? Here's what I say. Get the nacho cheese on the side. Okay, there's a delightful place in Edina where there is a Taco Bell right beside a McDonald's. All I'm saying is you could hit both drive throughs in no time. <laughs> and if you just put regular fries in that, you th- it's good. That would be good. I'm giving that a solid two. Two Cobras? And I do mean it's probably <laughs> not a very solid two. Uh, are these supposed to... It's a very to- loose... I'm going to give it a loose two. <laughs> a loose two. I was going to give you a loose two. Um, are these supposed to have a specific kind of nacho cheese flavor? Like, are these Doritos Salt? branded? Uh, no, they are not Doritos branded. Uh, yes, Bradley salt, I believe. Hannah said she loved these. Now, I here's the thing. We do have to give the caveat that we're eating these cold, and everybody knows that fast food cold is disgusting. Yeah, that is true. I'm also going to give these a loose two. Again, sloppy, they're, they're also going to give you a loose two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you guys, I'm going lower. I, I, I give them a one. Because they didn't even try to meet my expectations. This is laziness. The only reason I gave them a two is because cheese. And uh, again, I feel like if it were late night, I would shovel an entire thing down my throat yeah, and not I, even realize it. I'm just eating these because they're a vehicle for the nacho cheese, but which I will eat the entire thing. But like, I can't give them a higher rating for the cheese when that is the, the same cheese that you get when you go, yeah, well. you know, when you get your Tostitos to dip in those. You know what I'm saying? It's, Anyway, here's the good news. I got a Cholito out of the deal, and Holly got a Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, man. So, you know, I can't really complain. How was your Crunchwrap? I haven't had one of those in a long time, but mine was also room temperature at best. It needs to be a hot experience. Oh, I don't. I disagree. I feel like taco that like when it's been a well, I suppose it gets yes. a little floppy when you've been waiting for it too for a long time. You don't want a less than stellar experience. Yeah. You know, you yeah. want it to be peak. Like, taco Bell's a biannual thing for me lately. Yeah. God, yeah. I but can't it's... even remember the last time I've gone through. I all here's what I do is I always go, ooh, Taco Bell would be good. And then I'm like, yeah, but. No, then you have to fast forward to next two. day. Yeah. yeah, you have to fast forward to next I just day, Bradley. I, you know, I'm at an age now where I'm. it's just not worth it to but, me. Yeah, Fast food has consequences. Yeah. It really does. It really does. More more consequences Ooh, than apparently Hollywood does. I mean, real. Okay. Um, I got the gurgles. Okay. Did you ever get those? Sure. Like not that quickly. Also, remember. the Pepsi. Go. I mean, you know, I'm not throwing up the roadblock for you halls why don't you you can hop out and grab one if you want it's true it's mm. true <laughs> it's a free world it's all good um okay should what do you want to do now we this is on air production should we talk about the other food related story or do you want yeah, to give some time. science well, no we've got time for the uh the other taco food. bell story do okay, we have so, the audio for that uh i do uh, not know yeah i don't know about okay that. never mind so here's the thing. Uh, this would have happened on Monday, uh, House, uh, that on Monday, Taco Bell fans did something I could see myself doing. Uh, they held a candlelight vigil for a local Taco Bell in Montgomery, Alabama that had burned down. Uh, a Taco Bell had caught fire on January 17th and it collapsed. I mean, it really, we're talking like. When they say it burnt to the ground, it It burnt burnt to to the the ground. ground. Uh, And people were understandably sad. Well, yeah, it's Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell, you know, when that's your favorite place. Well, somebody kind of jokingly put up on Facebook, a Facebook event, Candlelight Vigil for Taco Bell Zelda Road. Uh, 
and opened it up to the public. It got shared. It basically went viral. And so many people showed up to pay tribute to the Taco Bell on Zelda Road that had burned to the ground. Do we have any audio of that, Halls, that we know of? Well, if it was on a Monday. Or Tuesday. Oh, I have maybe. it. Okay, good. I have you that. have that. I okay. sure do. Here's, Let's have a listen. here's what it sounded like. Always remember Taco Bell, Zelda Road. We're just out here. You remember it. I mean, I think it was the best Taco Bell in Montgomery. I can't I can't eat here. I felt like I lost a family member. Well, I'm hoping we get closure tonight and we can move on to the next cause. But we're here supporting Taco Bell tonight, and that's what's important. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. I got to go all the way to Perry Hill to get some Taco Bell. It hurts my feelings. It hurts, it hurts my, my feelings. feelings. That Perry Hill. Yeah, well, it's about to hurt your gut. Exactly. Loose number um, two. Thank you. Yeah, um, if there was a fast food restaurant that burned to the ground, uh, which fast food restaurant would you mourn? Taco Bell. Other than Taco Bell. Oh, Chipotle. Really? Yeah, probably. Oh, God. What? Yeah, that's of my other go-to. all the other fast food restaurants? Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say I visit Chipotle more often than I visit any other fast food restaurant. True story. Seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you mourn Chipotle Halls? Yeah. What would be your fast food uh, morning experience, Holly? Well, I would be sad for Chipotle to also be sad if we had an in and out here and then it burned down. That would be tragic. Well, yes. The first step is getting an in and out yeah, here. You can't mourn something we don't have. <laughs> well, it exists in other places. So and if it burned down, then I would be sad. Do you eat fast food, Holly? That is my question. Rarely. Yeah. Exactly. I'm too lazy to go through what the drive through What was the last fast food restaurant and, and fast casual Experience. I'm not talking to Holly. I'm talking to you. Oh, me? Fast food. What was the last fast food experience I actually had? Um, It was probably like a McDonald's on a road trip. I honestly cannot even actually remember very often. Everybody else in my family will do the drive through and I will wait till we get somewhere else where I can grab something else. Yeah. What what was your last one? I would assume it's a Culver's because it's really the only fast food I do. Oh, no, I did do a Taco Bell. Okay, it was Taco Bell. I just had a very vivid memory of midnight tacos on my way back from my friend's house in Lakeville. Wow. Can I give you a little science just very quickly? We only have 30 seconds, but it's a quick one. Yeah. Okay. Um, This is exciting. Uh, Science news. Scientists have found. Oh, God. This is going to be a joke. No. That it's it's easy to deter ladies from eating the Tide Pods, but it's more difficult to deter gents. What are you even talking about? Thank you. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1. Everything. And by the way, they're real and they're spectacular. Entertainment.